bloody brutal war films. So like Goonies? That'll work. <laughs> In war. In I mean, times of a, war. That's a, that's a pretty pretty brutal war <laughs> film. You got a you got a pirate ship and doubloons. Pirates and, and battle and booby traps. Superman. Speaking speaking of, just to start it off right real quick, the the new Justice League animated movie coming out is World War Two. So perfect. Timing. Oh, that Justice Society it's Justice Society. Justice Society, it's World War Two, whatever. This is the old team. Yeah, so the old like team. Doctor World War II. Fate and yeah. Wonder Girl and yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You might I've been slowly watching all the DC anime they, they, films. They so ended the, the DC film universe. Mm-hmm. So that was one of them that's not in it. Yeah, yeah. It's and I'm not a really big comedy. fan of that because I got really invested into it, and I still didn't finish it. I mean, there's like two films I, fi- I didn't finish. There's like Apocalypse War came out there's or something, some but uh, that's not the type of war that we're talking about We're today. no longer talking about superhero war. We're talking about real war. World War Two, in specifics, because it's the, the cruelest one. The Great War. We like to start with the... Evilest wars. The Great War. Redux. I War 2.0. Atlas Shrugged Part... Or World War 2... Or World War Part 2. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. World uh, War Part 2. Hitler Shrugged. Can you imagine if we named it something stupid like that? I'm waiting like, for the next... that's how we just were. I'm waiting for the next... Like, World if, War 3? If, if it'll be World War 3 or if it'll just be something... Knowing all the stupid millennials and Gen Zs we have, they, they're gonna call it like the dank... Or just the modern the war. The dank meme war or something. It'll just be called the modern war until modern it... Modern war, God. ...turns into something else. So if you didn't figure out today, Anyway. Well, actually, first of all, I'm your host, Tanner. I am still Glenn. God, I gotta get my pacing right. I keep wanting to... I always forget to introduce ourselves. Yeah, we have a Twitter. Whoa, now you're just really... <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> today we're talking about some of our favorite World War II films. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me first start <laughs> off by saying I got into war films, specifically, well, I guess any type of war film, um, only when I, right when I turned 13. So, like, for my birthday that year, I had already started to, like, really get into movies, and I believe I asked my father, I was like, hey, I walked up to him and was like, hey. Hey. <laughs> Do you remember some, it fondly? Yeah, I want you. To, right. I want you to give me some. Give me. A, give me a bunch of war films. <laughs> I want. I want to watch the blood and the carnage. Oh my god! <laughs> no, uh, I just. I. I knew that he had probably seen a lot. He was really big into the Civil War, so I figured he. And my dad's old, so he's seen a lot of movies. So I figured I. Did, I, he, did I, he partake in the Civil War? No. Okay. He's a fan. He <laughs> said a, he was old. I mean, he was a whole he was a whole cabinet <laughs> of Civil War memorabilia. Um, so I, I asked him, and then that year he gave me like twelve different movies. Nice. Various range. Like we were talking about war comedies. How that's such yeah. a hard one to come by. First one that comes to mind was in this list. Uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh yeah, uh, I completely forgot about that one. That's, love that movie. Never. Yeah, I mean, no, it's no. it's more serious and sad than funny, but Robin Williams still made it. Robin Williams makes anything funny. Made it perfect. Robin that Williams movie, can make Vietnam funny. But that doesn't count towards <laughs> our list today. Specifically today, we are doing World War Two films, and 
I went through my list and almost, I own almost all of the ones that are on my list. I was proud of myself. Uh, I had to actually go back and look at a whole list from the 80s up of all World War II films. I did the same thing, actually. To make sure that I covered all the ones that I had at least seen. And uh, I definitely have a decent list I don't, here. I don't own a lot of them, but I've... I've seen them. I've seen all the ones that I will announce. Let me double check here. So where are we going to start? Boy, oh boy. Should, well, we, I, should I, we get the most obvious ones out of the way? Sure. Uh, because there's really no need to talk about them. Everyone knows about them. Sure, I, and like I've told you before we even started this, I have no, I have no particular order. They're all, I, I find, if they're on my, if I own them, I mean, usually that's a pretty high merit. I mean, but then again, I've, I've bought a lot of movies. You have most... some pretty garbage movies. Yeah, you've <laughs> said that multiple times. Um, let's let's do it. Saving Private Ryan. Got to throw it out there. Everyone freaking Honestly, I would say that one's probably one of my top... Really? I, I mean, I, I, I it's don't... It's a great movie. I love Tom Hanks. I've always loved Tom yeah. Hanks. So There's only one movie he's ever been in that I didn't like. Saving Private Ryan is one of the, You can't hate the movie. It's a great movie. Steven Spielberg knocked it yeah. out of the park. It's still one of the most photorealistic films to depict bloody, bloody brutal war films. Uh, veterans have, have claimed while opening. seeing the film that it was so real yeah. that it's they thought hefty. they were there again. Um, plot wise, I mean, it's very predictable. Well, I mean, it's World War II. Well, I mean, you know just, just, just searching for <laughs> Private Ryan and then obviously they're going to lose people along the way. But no, it's a yeah, definitely. Camaraderie uh, and I don't know any other um, film that's done Normandy that good. Well, actually, I have something on my list, but it's more of an honorable mention, and you haven't seen it. Uh, Band of Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Really, really covered. Everyone hates whole, me now. The whole Normandy uh, portion of the war. Uh, that whole the whole Europe. Uh, whole European tour. Yeah, uh, is covered. In, yeah, there's in a lot that that mention Normandy and drop behind the bunch of. There's a bunch of movies about the people that went behind Normandy and the airplanes and stuff. Man, I can't believe you still not watch Band of Brothers. I know. It, it, that's it your that's your job me. for Memorial Day this year. It has escaped me. Hasn't Memorial Day already come and gone? I thought it's about to come. I don't know when it is. Um. But I will say, if not for Memorial we'll Day, for close. the 4th of freaking July. How about that one? Is that better? There America's we go. birthday. There we go. We can try you that. have to watch freaking Band of Brothers. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's the 31st of I'll May, try. Memorial Day. So I, you, you either got to do it by May 31st or July 4th. In between those two. There we go. I guess. It's like 10 wanna, seasons. If you want to be... If you, well, it's ten episodes. Oh, it's only ten episodes, right? right ten right. seasons. Right. Good lord! You really? Oh, I wish it was mini- ten seasons. Oh, it's only ten episodes. That really? would be a. It's just like it's just like the Pacific. Huh. It's it's just a mini series. Pacific's on my list as well, but we'll get there. It is as well for me. I will go on. I might as well go on and say it. It's an, since I mentioned Band of Brothers, the reason I have it as an honorable mention is only because it is a mini series and not a specific yeah. as actual movie. But if it was considered, to be fair. It would be yeah, number one. It's just a ten-hour-long movie. It's my number one. It's fine. We got four-hour-long movies coming out now. Is my just my uh, bump it up to ten hours? But coinciding with it, I'll say the Pacific. 
go Pacific into it for a second. Pacific is one of my favorites. Uh, I remember we we both watched it as it came out. Yes. Uh, you didn't watch you. I can't believe you didn't watch Band of Brothers before the. Pacific. I know. I, yeah. Everyone, know. everyone. You think the Pacific is great? Me. You're gonna love Band of Brothers. What was I? Re- I mean, Rami Malek. That was like his start. Was Pacific. And I, I remember watching that. I was like, that guy is a really good actor. <laughs> I was like, Honestly, I really like it. The first thing that got me into the Pacific was the intro. That charcoal. Watching that charcoal just break. break. <laughs> watching this person just waste We're all going this across the charcoal. Pacific. They're wasting so much charcoal. Like, Stop it. Um, that and uh, <laughs> Sledge in that miniseries. Eugene Sledge is played by the kid who was uh, Tim in... Uh, Jurassic yeah. Park, which I always thought was interesting to see. I, I always yeah, like seeing that, that child was, stars growing up, after, especially when I haven't seen them between. Yeah, them. you're like, wait a minute. It's like, I, I, it's it's different rather than watching an actor grow up yeah. versus seeing them when they're young and then seeing Out them when of they're nowhere, old. Out like, of nowhere, like 10 to 20 years later, like, oh, snap. Um, but yeah, I, I, those are honorable mentions only merely because they are miniseries. If neither of them were, if if we were considering that, yeah, I mean, I, I put it on my list. Criteria, then both both of those are tied for number one. Really, I'm up there. HBO has some premium content, and when HBO, Tom Hanks, and Steven Spielberg butt or don't even butt heads, but just join rub, rub their heads together, <laughs> they uh, they come up with some okay. good shit. Okay. Which is why I'm still very excited for when the if they ever do come out with the yeah they're supposed to be making another an, one so they're supposed they? to be doing a, so, a, a fight a dog fighting dog fighting one yeah uh, World War Two series but who knows when that'll ever we'll come see out. I haven't heard anything about that recently so um, you okay so you were talking you went with Saving Private Ryan very good movie. Yes. Def- easily one of the top ones for any World War Two. Yeah, fan. like you. I, I, is it? Can you say a World War? Can you call yourself a World War Two fan? A buff. Is anybody a, a buff? I was gonna say, is anybody a, a fan of World War Two? There's a joke I've been seeing recently, a meme of like, uh, what was it? It was like once once men hit. 35, you either choose to get really, really into World War Two or really, really into craft beer or something like that. It was like two choices, and one of them was like World War Two, and I was like, ha! Wow. Funny. I hit that stride 20 years early. No, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, World War is the biggest war that's ever existed. It's the one of the most it's insane things. It's just one of the more interesting ones. It spanned more the country, more the world than, I mean, even, even though World War One, the Great War... Was a world war. I feel World War Two. Sp- I mean, spanned a lot more. And- well, I mean, yeah, and the technology difference was massive as well. That it's a huge thing. It's a huge topic. You can look at it from tons and tons of sides and stuff. It was huge. So yeah, I mean, you know, you can be a fan of it. I'm going to get this next one out of the way because everyone's thinking it. You're thinking it. I'm thinking it. It's on everybody's list, but nobody likes to talk about it because it's a very touchy subject. Schindler's List. Ah, I'm glad you put that on your list because I was literally just gonna say that because I was like, it's not technically Battle War, but it I've got is others that in are, place that are, in the war. If, if it takes place during World War Two, and like, because yeah. World War Two affected oh, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. whether you were in, yes, involved on the front or Schindler's otherwise. List. Oh yes. Um, I. When did you first watch it? Really, not that long ago, actually. <laughs> two, two, three, maybe four years ago. It, it's, uh, within, it's within a year, I've watched it. Since yeah, it was it was maybe two years ago, maybe or and something. 
seen bits and pieces, of course, here and there, but fully sitting down and watching it. I think my, the only reason it took me so long to watch it was the length of the film. It's three hours plus. It's a hefty. Something it's a hefty like that, length. at or around yeah. three hours. And it was all black and white. And I mean, at the time, I wasn't a very artsy film film viewer, so I was just like, Ugh, I want to watch this movie. It was but, yet just one of the films that escaped me as well. Well, I feel like Every, it's, it's, everyone has those lists of films that just they've never gotten around to seeing. Well, like I'll, I'll say this: to me, after watching it, I would consider that an essential. Oh yeah. Film. Yeah. For anybody to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whether well, you're a film buff or not, it's just yeah. it's so impactful. Because not only is the the story great and important, but like even the like theatrical elements of it being black and white with the little red at the beginning and end and stuff. All I honestly is... thought they were gonna do so much more than just that beginning and end with the candle. I thought yeah. it was gonna be more throughout the film that various things would have a little hint of color, like yeah. a tie would be red on a Nazi or his. Uh, yeah, I thought like the, on the arm, arm bands would, be would red. definitely be red and stuff. But uh, yeah. that would have been such a cool artistic choice. But I mean, Steven Spielberg still made a beautiful and, film. Uh, and the way the way what caught me most importantly about that film was the way it was told, because it never comes out and tells you specifically like what he's doing, and you just slowly catch on. You're like, oh snap, he's like hiring Jews to like get him out of. Germany, I was like, it never, it never just, he never comes out and goes, we're gonna hire Jews and get them out of there, he, he just, he just starts doing it, and you're gonna be like, what is he freaking doing, like, what's his plan here, and you're like, oh, I see it now, comes together piece by piece, and that's really cool. Beautiful film, uh, getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about that ending scene with him saying, here, I've got these rings, I, I could have, I could have saved, what, two, yeah, two Jews, he has to... and my watch here, that's, yeah. that's five, five, five more, like, I could, I could have done more, and he's just, he's breaking down so hard, and it's just, it's crazy to see that, even though, yeah, people were, there are some people that are just, what's the word, I mean, evil. Douchebags? Yeah, douchebags, <laughs> people that would do, that would sell, sell their own mother, and then you've got men that, like this, that would give everything just to save another life. Oh, yeah. And you just don't see that. Very often, especially yeah. when and, and knowing that it's um, real, a uh, true story. Yeah, that was yeah, it was really impactful. it's really cool to see. Yeah, they do the little bit of uh, true story after the end and whatnot. Sidebar note: this this is really important. And uh, I went to the Holocaust Museum in Washington D.C. and that is to me, I that is like essential for life. So like, you if you if you the, never. Uh, do anything in your life that is one of the greatest things you could ever go to it's it's absolutely terrible but like it is like, like all the shoes. you get the point of it, like you're just like jesus christ dude all the rings it is stuff. insane oh no doubt like i mean just i mean just even thinking about it's, it I mean, it's, it's crazy it's crazy to see that and then like find find that there's people that don't believe in any of that stuff you're just like oh yeah all this footage of people just like literally being lined up and murdered in mass graves yeah totally that didn't that's all just fake footage and totally <laughs> honestly that's another reason why i really like this film because it shows that side of the war they're they're usually yeah. when you think of world war ii films most people think oh yeah on the front da, 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 da. johnny on da, the da, spot da, 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 da. The with his you tommy know? gun or some shit and you just you don't think of what the war really did uh, to all the people around the world, and then seeing the actual impact on the Jewish community then 
actually seeing it on film. Uh, yeah, some of some of my top few uh, World War Two films aren't big battle films. They're they're the more emotionally impactful films that you, you're like, oh, dude, Jesus Christ, it was hefty over there. Whatever. Um, you want to do the next one? Uh, sure. I don't. I don't. I there, wanted to kind of go. With are there any? You, you were just saying going on the lines of more impactful, or do you want to do more big ones? Big ones. I don't know any big ones anymore. That was a <laughs> really. Are you kidding me? I'm looking. I mean, yeah, right big now. big ones, but like, like oh. if you went up to like Mo on the street and we're like World War Two film, go like Saving Private Bastards. Ryan. Yeah, and Glorious Bastards. I'd put. Yeah, okay. I'd. I'll put the. We'll go with that one next. Yeah, that one's on my like notable mention list. So well. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. When I that was one of the first Tarantino films I ever watched. Really. Probably not for me. I didn't watch Pulp Fiction and all Reservoir Dogs until after I had seen the I had seen Bastards. I had seen Pulp Fiction before, and I saw uh, some other one. But So I, I wasn't used to Tarantino's style <laughs> by the, what, sixth? That was the sixth film. Mm-hmm. Django was the seventh. Um, so I hadn't even, I hadn't seen anything. So I had no context as to who Tarantino was. Love this crazy I just, man. I just heard in Glorious <laughs> Bastards, it's a World War II film. It looked brutal. So I watched it. I think I bought it when it came out. What I, I glorious. Missed, I missed it in theaters. What glorious fun that movie is. So my first viewing, I wasn't all that into it. Uh, I liked some of the jokes like Brad Pitt. Trying to speak Italian. Buongiorno. Yeah, buongiorno. Grassy ass. Arrivederci. <laughs> Arrivederci. Uh, shit like that was funny, but like towards the end, spoiler, uh, like when they're killing Hitler. Yeah. And they just take that MP40 and they just unload like a whole clip into Hitler's face and it just shows him shooting into this pile of meat now. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? This is not what I was expecting it yeah, to be. That's... Uh, but having now, but now realizing, matured, you're like, matured, oh, that's the whole point. And <laughs> seeing all of his previous films beforehand now. I get it now. I see where it comes from, and yeah. I actually really like the film. Um, yeah, it's it's a nice... Uh, there, there's no, like I said before, the emotional attachment of how dark and depressing World War Two was. That... While obviously it's there, it still takes it in stride of like, ah, it's more fun, you know? <laughs> we're, we're shooting a whole clip of MP40 right. into Hitler's face. Right, I mean, it make, it make, it's like, makes sense. Who wouldn't shoot a full clip? Yeah, it's like, MP40 obviously anyone would do face. that, but like, it's kind of funny. And it's just weird to see it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. speaking of which, in another Tarantino film, like when... And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when Leo jumps up on the freaking balcony, he's like... Yeah. Fry you Nazi yeah. bastard! <laughs> little over the, over the top it's, fun. It's that, just that, it's like no who yeah. wouldn't want to do this. Yeah, it, exactly. It, that was something about Inglorious Bastards that it took a while to get used to. Yes. Um, but because you're fine. going to see a World War Two film, you're like, all right, it's going to be real serious and real like. Well, see, even this then, is, I didn't. This I didn't is think historical. This is I mean, a big thing. I can't laugh at it or whatever. And you're like, no, it's Quentin Tarantino. You're gonna laugh at it. See, it just it just threw me completely for a loop. Um, trying to think, the next big one on my list is more of an honorable mention. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple honorable mentions uh, left. I, you probably have this on your list. I don't know, uh, Dunkirk. 
I actually didn't put that on my list, but I was. It's I, an I honorable mention. You would. It's an yeah. honorable mention for me. Because yeah, I really, I, 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 I mean, need I really to, like I need it. to watch it again. I, I've only watched it the one time. Yeah, I've watched it like one and a half times. And I don't know if it's me or if I'm just moving past Christopher Nolan as a director. But that movie and now Tenet, I'm not going to lie, having watched Tenet a couple times, it's an okay film. I love it. I need to sit down and watch it again, probably. He but I, I got, really expected. I got watched an interview. Sidebar, real quick, before I continue on with Dunkirk. I watched an interview of him talking about Tenet. Mm-hmm. Someone asked him, "Was like, did you, do you, what, what do you think the average person thinks about your film? Like, did you think that they were going to be able to figure this all out, mm-hmm. or how, what, what was the process of doing that?" And he just looks at him, he's like, "I don't know, you know, fuck it, you know." <laughs> and I'm just like. Christopher Nolan, why? You, you you plan out everything. You were so methodical. That was what I loved about him. But then it was, he just said, just fuck it. Like, I just made the film. YOLO. It makes me think that he just didn't care as much with with Tenet and Gun- Dunkirk lately. Yeah. Because coming off of Inception and the Dark Knight trilogy and Insomnia and all these other great... And Memento. God, Memento. All yeah. these great Nolan films. And then comes out with Dunkirk, which is a subpar... World War Two film, in my opinion. I would, yeah, I would put Dunkirk at one of the lower films that he's done. Uh, doing Dunkirk, no Interstellar, <laughs> and Tenet, his last three. I love Interstellar. I like Interstellar. Mm, I don't love boy. it. Um, Interstellar, Inception, and then Batman. It's, like it's not. An, this is the thing. I, I've been using this word a lot when when reviewing things. I don't necessarily hate it, but it's weaker. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's weak, because I, I was talking about this with my dad about Wonder Woman. Now, the new Wonder Woman, it's a good film, but it's a weak film. It's a very weak story, very weak characters. We could get into that for a while. I know. not I'm, going I'm not going to gonna go far. Uh, <laughs> but the, you, it, it was just a weak, like, or Godzilla vs. Kong. It was a weak yeah, film. Yeah. Like, it has good action. It's a decent movie. I would borderline even say it's good. But it's weak. It's that COVID problem. I blame it all on COVID. I, you know, I would blame COVID, except both Godzilla vs. Kong and Wonder Woman were in production long before COVID happened. So they had a screw. They used that script long before all that. Anyway, so Dunkirk. I just, I don't know what it was about Dunkirk. I guess because it was Christopher Nolan, and I just, I know him from all these other movies of him having like a those guy. It's almost like a Shyamalan yeah. comparison. He's got to have a twist. Yeah. There's something about his film. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't as big and flashy. It was straightforward. Yeah, it was very straightforward. It was well, okay, not quite. They did timed segments His, where you had yeah, to figure it the out. Bi- the big and flashy thing for it was that he sp- he chopped it up into weird time segments. That was the that was the gimmick, and you're like, and after you catch that, you're like, I don't like that. <laughs> it's it's boring. It's, it's, it's boring. And then you realize that if he did it in order, it would probably be even more boring. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what he was thinking, and like I said. It, it could just be Dunkirk, but I think it's his last few films, and I'm hoping whatever he comes back with next, Something God good. willing. <laughs> but it's Tenet great. Two. 
Well, it, it's just the fact that he wanted Tenet to be the movie to bring cinemas back from COVID. Yeah, that was not and the, that was not it the didn't movie come either. anywhere close no. because yeah, first no. of all, Sorry. that movie is so <laughs> complex. Like it requires multiple viewing. If he really thought yeah. that it was going to bring back cinema because it requires two viewings, because it was harder to get. Yeah, maybe that was that doesn't point. qualify <laughs> as bringing back cinema. Just if you have to watch it twice to get it, even regularly, that's that's. that's a little much. We're going slow, as Sorry. we always do. Well, I mean, we're, we're doing pretty well. <laughs> I'll see. Next up on my list, uh, I I seen it technically, and it's an old one, so I'm going to throw it in here because you might not have it. Bridge on the River Kwai. I am oldie in a class. I'm getting ready to watch it. I've been wanting to watch it for I a while. I haven't seen it in a like. I watched that when I was very young, probably too young to probably should have watched that movie. So I I don't remember it. Too I well. love Alec Guinness, but I'm it's getting ready. Amazing I'm getting, cast. I'm ready to watch Holy it. hot nuggets! <laughs> it's definitely on my list. So and honestly, I want you to talk about it. I know it's a good film. Because I can't it's... say much about it, but it is. It is. I remember parts of it like i can literally visualize certain scenes in the movie i'm like man that was a really good movie but other than that i i couldn't like t- i can tell you the story of it nope, if you want it, but like <laughs> i don't want to disp- i mean i've gone this long i want to i want to i want to watch it I wanna, but no it's it. i mean one for for such an old movie because nowadays you know people are cranking out these high octane world war ii films and it's like meanwhile bridge on the river cry old world war ii film stands the test of time you know it's funny that you would pick that and i didn't even i think there's one movie i've seen only one like old world war ii movie and that was pads of glory with uh kirk douglas never seen it's really good like i would honestly consider that one of the best world war ii films but because it's so dated, like yeah, there's a big there's lulls, <laughs> so many lulls. Yeah, in the yeah movie, I got another movie uh, that it's just like the th- yeah. The thing with Bridge on the River Kwai is that uh, there's not there's there's not a lot of action in it to my knowledge. There's there's bits of course, but like like you said, there it's an old movie, so there's those lull spots. But the lull spots in that movie are actually like really interesting and really good. Mm. And yeah, the I mean Alec Guinness and the I can't name the other actors in it. I'm not that that's great. He's the one I know that's in it. But they they do a really good job of making it interesting in those parts. Very very unseen part of World War Two. Yet again, not like another big huge frontline war film. You know. Let's see what is next. Let me let me do a quick. Let me, let me catch up a little bit. So how we do a little um, little shotgun session here. So, I'm going to name off four. All right, do it. Honorable mentions. These are all honorable mentions. Let's do it. Um, Australia. Is that a World War II film? It is a World War II film. It's on. I guess it's on the brink of World War II, so it's like right there. Uh, there I can't remember what battle takes. It's one of the first battles in Australia. All I remember in that movie is just Hugh Jackman and the chick. It's three hours of nothing. literally just herding cattle across Australia. It's. A, I mean, it, I love the movie. It's a great love story. It literally is like Titanic, but it's like. Instead, in a on the ocean, desert it's in the of desert. water, it's in a desert of actual sand. A desert of desert, desert <laughs> a of real desert. desert. Uh, so, and uh, Nicole Kidman's great in it. It's Nicole just Nicole Kidman. That's right. That's right. 
It's just way too long. Oh yes, I'm, it's like it's like two hours and forty five minutes. I think I've watched it twice in my in my whole. I life. remember me and my dad actually rented that because we were like, "Oh, dude, Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman in an Australian movie. Like, how rad would also, that be?" And we watched it, and we were just. So it's it's also the fact that both of them are native <laughs> Australians, and it's yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. not watch a yeah, movie. Yeah, you can't not watch with them Australian being, movie with Australian think, uh, actors David supporting Wynnum. full all on Australia. David Wenham from uh, Lord of the Rings. He played Boromir's brother, Faramir. Mm-hmm. He's also Australian. I think he was also in that Yeah, movie. probably. It was, uh, a, it was a full Australian thing. That was one of the big things about it. And then I mean, you it, call but, it Australia. So, I mean, you know, it, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a good movie if you're willing to sit through it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a little boring. Yeah. Literally all I can remember. It just seems like they slowly romanced together and herded cattle across and, Australia. Help protect that little Aborigines boy. And yeah, they they did some things along the way. Anyway, Australia, right. decent, honorable mention. Yeah. Another honorable mention, Empire of the Sun. I've never seen it, so I didn't put it on my list. I won't. I won't describe a lot it's, of it. It's it's one of those movies. It's been on my list. I'm like, I need to watch that at some point. And I, I watched it for two reasons. Throwing it out of my brain. <laughs> it's uh, Steven Spielberg. Yes. So it was great. First of all. Uh, he does great stuff. What second, I, I really wanted to see Christian Bale act as a kid. Yeah, that yeah, was Christian the most Bale is a interesting young little, thing to see. Young little boy. Uh, it's definitely not your typical World War Two film. This is more about him being a prisoner. Okay. Than uh, than anything. So his he's like interesting. I I believe it's like his family is an ambassador in Japan. And then World War Two happened, so okay. kind of like what we did here, where we rounded up all the yeah. Japanese people. They kind of rounded up all the white people. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of it's 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 one of those other side of the coin kind of things. Uh, yeah. To really get into another thing, good thing I didn't like, like about it is like Spielberg, he loves his lengthy movies. It's a little it's long. a little long. It's a little bit long. It happens. And. Finally, another honorable mention for this round, Defiance. Oh, that's in my list. I'll do another one then. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was, it's more of a low. It's one of my like lower two or three. So. I bought this movie before watching it. It was when I was in my... Old Daniel Craig before my, he became James My weekly Bond. DVD run... <laughs> I would go to Walmart every week on a Tuesday when the new DVDs would come in and I would get a couple DVDs. That one came out and I was like, ooh, Daniel Craig, ooh, World War Two, yeah. ooh, Lee Schreiber's in this too. Yeah, yeah, Lee Schreiber, oh uh, my gosh. I watch it. I wish I hadn't have bought it. I, I enjoy it because it's... I, li- I like the World War II movies that you don't get to see a lot of. It's from a whole different perspective. Granted, like, nothing happens in the movie because they're literally just hiding in the woods mm-hmm. trying to not get found by Germany. No. That's the movie. I'll say this. <laughs> this is my... F- I've only watched it the one time. I watched it once after buying it, and then I think I sold it. Yeah, I've only seen it once as I well. I need to watch it again, probably now. Yeah. But then... I just, I hated the movie. I was like, what a waste. I said, this is not even cool. It's not even a cool World War II film. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens but uh, the historical aspect of it, because I, I looked into like that actual, because it's, you know, it's World War II film, it's history. I looked into that, and that is like, that was like a huge deal thing. Like, they, they did some like crazy stuff hiding in those woods. 
they ended up like making a full like mini town like hidden in the woods from germany which was pretty wicked so yeah i mean it was, it was cool to like see that whole different side of like and here's some like rebels of world war Two, and you're like oh man there was it's crazy to see like you know the grand scale of world war Two. like you know normandy is a huge battle and then you go all the way down from to like the lowest of the low yeah like defiance it's like just some little guys hiding in the woods trying to not get caught by germany and you're like dude it affected everyone I think, like I said, I just I expected it to be much more than it was. But when, yeah, it was. When I first watched it. It was yeah. It was just I didn't give it a chance. Let's walk around the woods for two hours or however long the movie is. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I would. I guess I'd give it a six. But it was it was good. Solid six. I think if you if you like knew way more about like the actual like deeper meanings behind Context. like what they were doing and stuff, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's real good. But yeah, yeah it is what. I'm going to throw in another old movie. I just randomly... This was another movie that I just I remember having here. I don't know if my dad bought it or what happened. I had it, and I was just like, I'll watch it. Old movie called A Bridge Too Far. It's another one I want to it's, watch. It's, it's, I have it on DVD if you want it. <laughs> I, might, I might actually... It's old. It's too long. Yet again, it falls under the, like, all right, there's a lot of lulls in it. Hugely insane cast. Sean Connery's in it. Some other fancy people that I can't name at the top of my head. Uh, you know, they gotta protect these bridges from Germany, like, escaping a town. They try to, like, hold off this town, and Germany's gonna, like, retreat. And they're like, if we stop them at all the bridges, they can't escape, and we can kill all the Germans. And it's, like... The last third of the movie is just watching these people sit on rooftops just trying to hold the line of this bridge. And you're just like, alright, I get it. And, like, it's not a lot of thrilling battle like modern-day World War II films. It's a lot of just, like, standing there and it's like, is the guy coming across the bridge? No, sir. It's like, make sure you keep your eyes on that bridge. Make sure you keep your, your eyes keep it on that bridge. You Make sure you keep it on that bridge. You're gonna shoot it. There's, there's, and he's like, sir, tank's coming. And he's like, oh, no. There's actually a lot of big names in that movie. Yes, there is. It's a huge cast list. And I didn't know this. John Hammond directed it. There you go, yeah. It's, I mean, it's... I'm sorry, for people who don't know, that's Richard Attenborough. Sir Richard Attenborough. It's not a bad movie, but it, you know, as with any really old World War II film, you hit those low spots in it. I might actually... But it's, it's interesting, and... That definitely seems like something I want to watch. True story, you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's long. Like I said, there are there are parts I mean, where you're just sitting there like looking I watched, at it and you're like, we're not even talking about this type of war today. But I I sat through Gods and Generals, which is like five and a half. The director's cut. Oh boy, which is like five and a half hours. Um, let's see. Her. Do you have? I feel like we're playing Go Fish. <laughs> Do you have any f- more like? Actiony ones. I got, I got a few actiony. I mean, a, f- a few. Okay, let me, let me do. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> just, gonna wrap. Yeah, just, go, just go, just I gotta, go. I'm gonna, go, go, I gotta wrap because like, I got eight just left go. on my list, including honorable mentions. So, I have eleven, but two go like that. So, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna name these off. So I can, I can do another two. You do yours, and I'm gonna do two after that, like right off the bat. Let's go. I'm gonna do three. Chip, chip. Allied. Hey, that is one on my list very high. I loved that movie. Uh, you know what? I think we should let you talk about it then. Okay, great. 
No, as you go on. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I loved that movie. You're I rem- gonna, you're gonna say uh, a lot better things about it than I will. <laughs> yeah, not that I hated it. Not that it's I hated uh, it. it's not like a big combat movie. There's not. Re- it's more spy espionage, like questioning. Another one thing. of those other side of the coin. Yeah. When you don't think um, about World War Two. I, I the big thing for me was I loved the ending for it. I, Oh, you hated the ending. I don't remember the ending. Oh, I remember the ending. Okay, we're going to go into spoil territory. This movie came out in 2016. Go for it. So, uh, I don't remember really how it starts, but he gets contacted to, like, meet up with this spy chick or whatever that's supposed to be a spy, and they end up kind of, like, falling in love and being posted, like, in London or wherever the hell they are. And then... Kind of like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith World War II. Yeah, 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 exactly. Two and people then, who aren't supposed to love each other are loving each other. And then it kind of hints that maybe she is like a German spy. Like a double agent. Yeah, like a double agent. And there's no hints that she is at all, and like she she Execute? doesn't... There, There's a few hints, but uh, Brad Pitt doesn't like believe it, and he's the husband, and she says that she's not, and they have a baby together, and they live a happy life. And then, like, the Americans come after her. And, like, they're, they're full on set that she is a double agent or whatever. So they, they make a plan to, like, run away. And, like, they go and kill, like, everyone that, that could know about them. And then they make it to, like, the airfield on, like, a war base in, on, like, an American war field. And, like, he's trying to start the plane up. And he can't get the plane started up and, like, the military police arrive and all that. And she's, like, got the baby. And then it comes out that she was a double agent. And they murder her, like, right in front of him. That's right. That's right. Then right in the and, like, he plane. doesn't, like, the whole, the whole like, emotional thing is that, like, he doesn't care that she's a double agent because he's in love with her and whatnot. Right, I mean, she, even yeah. though she was a double agent, yeah. she still, they, they love each at the, other. At the, like, at the end, like, he kind of realizes, like, oh, she is a double agent, and it's like, he doesn't care, and then they decide to, like, run away together, and they, and he can't get away, and she ends up getting killed by them. And then he, like, moves with her daughter to a ranch in Texas or something. Um, I think I might need to rewatch it again. I, I, it, it, it seemed like one of those movies I watched it when it first The thing out, I really liked was like it. the literally that ending moment where like Brad Pitt finds out that she's a double agent and he just like doesn't care. It's like I don't it, care. Didn't it take a lot of setup though? It took it felt like it, if, if I recall correctly, yeah. didn't it take a while for anything to really happen in this movie? Yeah. Nothing happens until literally the very end. Like there's there's one point in the whole movie where like she meets up with this contact and like it's just a neighbor. And you're just like, oh, is it a neighbor or is it her German contact? And you're like, and she's just like, that's just my friend from down the street. And you're like, okay. And like, it's literally written off as nothing. But then when you get near the end, it's like, she is a double agent. It's like, oh, that was her contact at the Germans or whatever. Maybe. I'm going to get it. May- yeah, but then you don't even, yeah, you still don't even know at that point. Allegedly. There's Could've... never, there's never any scenes where she's doing like mysterious stuff where you're like, what is she doing with that? There's it, it, never it, anything it's, like it's, that. It's that thought that she could yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, I think I might, I might add that I to like my... I like the family love to my it. List again. That Brad Pitt didn't care that she was a double agent. He just wanted a wife and a child. Uh, it's so weird thinking about <laughs> all these movies and 
my brain versus your brain, and you remember all these so well, and I'm sitting here looking at these movies, I'm like, I li- I'm, I'm about to talk about this next movie, and it's like, I really like this movie, but what do I really remember about this movie? I don't remember much. I'll tell you scene by scene. Here we go. There you go. Okay, you'll help me. Uh, Imitation Game. That's an honorable mention, only because I really thought it was past. Technically, it is and isn't a World War it's II It's a weird, film. yeah, it's a weird pacing, because that... that it starts during World War Two, but it they keep going with that whole technology of the code breaking thing all the way into the fifties and sixties. Well, I mean, he, it's a flashback. The and yeah, the whole movie's a, a whole flashback. Movie's a flashback. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that's what it threw me off. I I love the movie. I remember when it yeah. first, when it first came out. I, I even went so far as to order a steelbook from like overseas. Yeah. Because there wasn't. Well, yeah, there great. Wasn't one over lovely here. cast in the movie is what what really sold that. Very movie. sad. Uh, I hate I hate and love story loves loves moments in story and tragic love loss. Yeah, it's just like because I mean, he's it's, gay. Yeah, but it's it's but he marries her out of like this is what people are supposed to do. They're supposed to get married with a girl and have the family, it's, it's just, but just, the I, whole they, time he's secretly it's gay. So, it's just so sad. They yeah. did that in uh, Rocket Man as well. And yeah, yeah. I think in Bohemian Rhapsody and. Maybe not Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But it's just, it's sad. Yeah, it I, is. I hate crazy. scenes. I mean, and I love and hate scenes. It's like worse that. when you look and I don't know how much they do it in the movie, but in, in true history, like, he got, like, shunned out of mm-hmm. the country because he was gay, which is, like, ridiculous to And me. now we use his test all the time. But he got, he got pardoned for it, but that was after he died, which is ridiculous on top of it. But yeah, just the just the fact that like he literally like changed the way the war went because of the the whole code breaking thing, and then the way he gets tr- the way he gets like rewarded for that is like yeah we we strip everything from you being a good guy you're gay and it's like wow that's nice America <laughs> that's Britain dude ready for another lesson I just really I, I was really thinking about Americans because that. that sounds like something that Americans would do but then again Americans come from Britain so ah, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there we or go fall far across the ocean um, okay so my next one or was uh, yeah okay this is not an honorable mention but it's also probably a weaker one on my list uh, wind talkers That's so, news to me. You'll like it. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, it's World War Two, and Nicolas Cage is in charge of this, like, Navajo Indian platoon who are to imply their cultural tactics to the war. Hmm. That makes sense. So this whole regiment is made up of native Navajo Americans. Marines who use their native language as an unbreakable radio cipher. Yeah, which is part. Yeah, so it's okay. Cool. Yeah, that is one of the coolest things to me was the the Navajo thing. I never learned about that until Metal Gear Solid Five, really. Which is which is pretty sad that a video game ended up teaching me that like dopest thing. That's what I like about video games is I mean but, they, yeah. they can teach you things that even are factual. Um, but yeah, great some, movie. I haven't watched it in a while, stuff. and I I want to get it on Blu-ray. I've I've had a DVD copy for years. I've probably seen bits and pieces, and just never like attributed it to like what it actually is. It's good. It's it's a very uh, over over uh, not I want to say stylized, but 
dramatic yeah. representation. I mean, it's 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 very much a weaker film. It's got Adam Beach in it. Mm-hmm. Right on, dude. Uh, but definitely definitely worth watching. I give it a solid seven. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna put it on my list. Yeah, I, lo- I love the the yeah, dude the the Navajo people in World War Two. If you look up history on that, they're so they're so freaking rad. They're so freaking cool, dude. It's good stuff. I have um, seven left. I'll I'll throw out two because I know you definitely don't have them. Uh, they're both anime films. Haha! World War Two anime films. Who'd have thought one's this the, kid? One's the wind rises. This kid. Yep. It? One one is the wind rises. You got that right. Uh, that's really cool because it's a guy who just wants to make airplanes. He loves making airplanes, and then he gets used by the government to make take- airplanes for World War Two, and he hates that because he's like fueling the war effort, and he just wants to make really pretty planes. That's a, a give. Ghibli yep, that was it. that was his last one before he retired. And uh, again, I mean, it's Studio Ghibli film, so it's great. It's not as good as the other ones because it's actually a historical esque film, and there's no like fantasy, like lovey. This fire elemental is talking to me and making eggs for me. Whoa, spoilers! I don't even know which film you're talking about. That's a set sound like a spoiler. That's not like a big spoiler. Right That's there. not a spoiler at all. That's just a side thing. But uh, it's from How's Moving Castle. Yeah, but, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> haven't watched it yet. But uh, since it's since it is an actual historical film, it, yeah, it's not. It doesn't have any of those emotional like hippie feels good things that most of the other films do. But it's still why do, why do you gotta be hippie to feel great good? good. <laughs> That's the best. That that was the quickest way I could describe those films. Hippie. Hippie feel good. The I don't know. He can make it work. He make you know. We could di- we're not gonna dive into it. We'll dive into that another time. The other one, the other anime film is Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, I remember you talking about that one recently. Boy, that is that's a. So what's cool about that is it focuses just on a a very young brother and sister. Like the the brothers like freaking like twelve or eight. And then the sister's like, you know, six or five or four or something. I don't know. I can't tell age in anime movies. But uh, they get can. they get like displaced from the war and they just try to like live on their own in the wilderness. And like it is, it's a hard movie to watch if you don't like watching children suffer because that's the entire movie. So yeah, just it's be nice to know that somebody be, drew that. Be prepared. Somebody for that. hand drew, or is it? Is it? It's it. No, it's hand drawn. It and it gets it gets pretty visual. Like I always wonder, especially for anime, like who are the freaking artists that come up with this graphic shit to yeah. just put onto a. a so I mean, a, literally, a imagine you as like a twelve-year-old just trying to live in the wilderness. That yeah, that's not happening, and. Well, you get to watch two children do it together, and they literally like live in like a mud hole. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's, so it's you get to see yet again a small scale side of how bad the war was, and you're just like, God, dude. <laughs> pretty, pretty visceral, and it's an anime film, so you're just like, Oh, this is gonna be a great little anime film. You're like, This was the most worst decision I've ever made. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Alright, I've got two more weak ones on my list. I have seven left. I got six, so so let's do it. Well, I'm sure we've got one of these. Actually, we already talked about the Pacific, so I'll scratch that off. Um, 
one of um, I need to. I watched it like five times when I first got the chance to watch it. Back it to on, back. It was on direct TV. <laughs> there was one one of those movie channels all the time and just kept repeating no, all the time. Really. And I just I really liked the movie. <laughs> it's called U five seven one. It's a Matthew McConaughey film. It's a World War Two submarine film. Uh, they go they they get trapped under the water. I've never seen it. And uh, they get hit by a torpedo I think and then they start leaking and so they have to oh like, yeah okay yeah 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 I remember hearing about it but I never watched oh, it oh such I, I, I haven't watched it in years but it was such a great movie and one of the first movies I probably watched with Matthew McConaughey um just a, just a great film you don't see a lot of submarine films other than Hunt for Red October yeah you really don't uh it was an, it was just a really good movie uh for for submarines, I mean, <laughs> I hate to just advocate to submarines, but I mean, right, I like hey, submarines. We need, we we need more submarines. Many, Come on, many submarines. No, submarines are dope, but yeah, it's hard to. I guess it's. I guess I don't know. I guess it's hard to make it like a submarine movie or something. I don't know. Who knows? Nobody wants to watch a <laughs> movie about thirty seamen trapped in a steel I tube guess, underneath I don't the know. ocean. Um, another one, which was more of an honorable mention, uh, was Valkyrie. That was an honorable mention of mine. And I don't know why I think it. I put it as an honorable mention. I it's because of Tom Cruise. But I like Tom Cruise, <laughs> and I, I liked the movie, and I can I can see him right now. Three, two, one, execute. <laughs> I can just I can I can just All, see his every face. time I hear it. I it reminds me of the scene where he's like he's snuck in and he's changing clothes and he has to load the pistol with one hand and he's trying to cock the pistol on like the side of the table I with one hand. I, I was like, I was that. like, Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I guess, uh, I don't I, know. It, I think I, maybe it was because even with a big cat, it really only big cast in it that I recall was, I mean, it was Tom Cruise. I, I could be wrong. The thing with me was it, it, was trying to be kind of like the emotional hit movie like they're trying to assassinate Hitler so that's like a big deal but it's Tom Cruise and I've never seen Tom Cruise get like super emotional as of late <laughs> I haven't watched his earlier films that were probably a lot better but you know at the at the end they all get like executed or whatever because that's what happens YOLO and uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say YOLO I guess but um. they're Nazis man <laughs> Even half, even partly. Well, they get executed by Nazis. Oh, yeah. Because they stood up against... I mean, they were Nazis, but they stood up against their right, Nazi right, regime. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there were, right. there were scenes that were, like, supposed to have, like, big emotional effect, and it just seemed, I don't know, like, uh, more Mission impossible or whatever. Like, he does the Hail Hitler salute, but he ha he's missing his hand, and you're like, ah, he's sticking it to the man there because he lost his hand. I get it. But it, I don't know, it was just, I don't know. It didn't hit the, like, heavy strides that a lot if of people If I recall, it, I think it was just it was just a little too short for what it was. There was not a lot happened, and then when, and when it finally did kick off, it was like the movie was over. Yeah. So it's like, you need, it's like one of those movies, and it, I just saw it, 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 it rounds out at two hours. So it, I think it probably need maybe like 15, 20 more minutes of oomph. Yeah, something in there. Like, it's, I will say I own it, so it's, in, I mean, it's, yeah, it's in my collection. I will always enjoy how it starts, because it does something that a lot of, of foreign films fail to do and just forget about, is that 
he talks and writes in German at the very beginning. He's writing that letter, and it, like, shifts into English. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey! So, like, they are speaking German the whole movie, but we're just seeing it in... I really liked that for some reason, because I was like, you don't see that happen. Well, I mean, it, it, even still today, I've every time a movie shows a country, yeah, and they're speaking English, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you're just like, mm, are uh, they though? Are was, they really? It was cool to actually see them like focus on that. It's like, all right, we are in Germany, and they are all speaking German. Just it's, know that. Like, they, instead of whitewashing, just call it flag. It was washing. basically Mission Impossible Germany edition, Mission Impossible World War Two edition. They're trying to the assassinate Mission Impossible Hitler. the prequel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty much that's what that's what it reminds me of. A Mission Impossible oh, movie for World War II. They're trying to assassinate Hitler, which was very difficult to do. All right. We're down to ten minutes. All right, we got a crank. Let's go here. Another honorable mention for me, last one, but I really like it, but it, it's not... It's sci-fi World War II, Overlord. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I, uh, I, I really like the cast in it and, and whatnot. Cool little moments. Why Russell's in it? Hey, yeah, he did okay. I just I, I thought it was I thought it was one of those that I expected a little more. I, yeah, I, I knew what it was going more. into it, and it's like they they the the creators thought they did, yeah. but then it's like they didn't take it that extra step. Yeah, there needed like to be one short. little oomph more, but uh, I I enjoyed those. Also, things. it's. Nazi zombies, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah they could have yeah, done yeah. something better. They, yeah. they, it was just very boring for what it was. Like, it's like, dude, you're not, these are Nazi zombies. Like, make this an interesting story. Yeah. But it was just like, nope, they're just there. Some of the little moments were fun and cool in it, but yeah. yeah. All right. At least it wasn't, like, dead snow. Which I've never seen, but I hear it's we're, just we're atrocious. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh... There's a Dead Snow 2, though. There wasn't an Overlord 2. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't video games. Uh, so, these next two movies, I would say, are... Other than Saving Private Ryan and, like, Band of Brothers and all them, these are my top action World War II films. These, yeah, same for me. These the, are my the, top my top ones. These two are tied. Uh, Fury... Okay, that's in my list. Good. I knew it was in we your agreed. list. We agree. That's why I wanted to go on and yep. see it. Uh, I, I love that film, just watching these men and oh, struggle in this tank. and Funny learning about like how Shia LaBeouf went all method on it and like, didn't bathe for like two weeks. Yeah. All Shia that, LaBeouf's weird. All that shit. It just makes it more funny. and It was just a really good action. But, uh, that, it's another another aspect. This Instead of a submarine, all yeah. these men, now we're all these men in a tank. In and a it's tank. like... It's like it's so interesting how you can make a story out of a vehicle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just make it make it a really good uh, I I really I watched it again recently and I really enjoyed the like emotional aspect out of it cuz it's cuz when you think about it it's like the guy movie, you know. It's four guys in a tank like being all guy like yeah, we're in the tank. Yeah, boy. And, but actually there's tons of like emotion in it cuz Brad Pitt like breaks down in secret mm -hmm. all the time, but like when he's around his men, he's always like the super happy like we're always gonna win, folks. But then anytime he's alone, he just breaks down. And then they they get the new kid, and the new kid like constantly breaks down because he's just an office guy who has to then see the horrors of war. 
and the the whole the whole like awkward scene where Brad Pitt and the new guy are uh, with those two girls in the town, and they like have them cook the eggs up for him and all that, and then like the rest of the crew comes in, and it's just that whole awkward scene there. I'm just like, oh god, just just leave them alone, dude. Just leave them alone, and then they die. Those girls get blown up. Yeah, and and then that dies. kid gets yeah, real sad. Everybody dies. And then yeah, eventually everyone dies except the new kid. He's the lone survivor. Yeah, that was yeah, but yeah, super super great action in that movie, along with like the really. It's cool nice when a movie parts. can actually have great action and actually have a good plot. Yeah, it balance it does great balancing, and the the action is like rad too. Uh, speaking of which, that coincides with my second one, uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, uh-huh. I've never seen it. That is one you should definitely watch. I heard watch. it was really uh, good. Mel Gibson do that one? That and, yes. He directed it. Yeah. So, Andrew Garfield is a medic who refuses to bear arms. That's right. During right. World War Two, And this yes. is a true fucking story. Like, this shit really yeah, happened. Yeah, he, he just wanted to be He didn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he didn't want to kill anyone. He just wanted to save everyone or whatever. And... I heard it was hefty. I don't want to spoil I don't want to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm spoiling it. it. But I remember man, you watched it and you were like, you have to watch that. Go it, and, and yeah, I'd, I'd I would definitely know. put that as one of the best World War II films in recent memory. And then you also said War Horse was really good, but that's World War that's I, isn't World it? War I. Okay, okay. Never mind. Oh, crap. Sorry. Hacksaw Ridge. You said, you said Glenn, watch that really, really well. And I was like, okay, I'll watch that. You watch War Horse as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch War Horse and then we'll do it World Steven War Steven Spielberg, man. Any Steven Spielberg <laughs> film is worth watching, <laughs> even once. Mmm. Even BFG. Mm, don't say it. Don't say it. You We're have moving to watch on. It. You have to watch it once. Hey, you watched Tin Tin. I have. That movie's great, okay? Do not bash it. I wish there were more. There was supposed to be more, and there's not. That is animated Indiana Jones, okay? Flawless. Mads Mikkelsen's gonna be in Indy 5. Change the I know, right? That'll, that'll happy, be pretty interesting. Yeah. Goose Raba, Goose Raba. All right, all right. My I have two two top ones. I have three left. What you got? Oh well, you got three, so you do one. Well, I've technically got four, but two of them. So are... recently, they came out with a movie that defied all expectations for a World War Two film. Oh. And it was great. Jojo Rabbit. Ah yes, I've yet to see it. I'll let you borrow it yep, soon. I need to. I need to watch uh, it. If you just want a feel good movie. And it's funny because it's about Nazis. About Nazis, yeah. Nazis yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Hitler and all this stuff. But if you want a feel-good movie, that's the one to watch. Leave it to to Titi Titi Waku Kuki Kiki. Taika. Taika Waititi. So the thing I loved about this movie is it it really demonstrates the ridiculousness of Nazi protocols. They one have... one being the whole Heil Hitler thing. Yeah. So there's a scene where they, <laughs> this little boy is, has his home alone, and these SS troops come in, and there's like eight of them. And every time one of them walks in... No, he does the same. Heil Hitler. And they do, it, they, they do it to him, he does it back. They do it back. And then every time a new person walks into the room, they all do it. Heil Hitler, Heil Hitler. So they said Heil Hitler like maybe 90 times in the span of 10 minutes. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, people. Like, my God. But... That movie just has a lot of heart, and uh, it's another one of those 
perspectives. It's what yeah. it's put you into the perspective of German citizens who didn't want to have anything to do with the war and what yeah. they were dealing with, whether it was with their kids wanting to be a part of the war effort or sheltering people from uh, German soldiers. Yeah. It's it's crazy the the it's scene hilarious. the scene you mentioned there yeah to to find a way to make something so horrible so funny but but it's realistic you know like the like the, they hailed each other every time they passed an SS officer or whatever that's how it worked but to like you know satire it or whatever to be able to make a successful satire off of something so horrible is is. Brilliant. really sticks it out and makes it brilliant you're just like yeah and, and you and when you makes when you good. finally do watch it i guarantee you other than maybe like two parts which are just really sad i mean you're not gonna cry because you have no soul i did because it it's really really fucking sad <laughs> and i have a fucking soul but i'm sorry i went through world war ii in real life other just... than that you're gonna have a smile on your face the whole entire movie. all right Go on. For me... My uh, last two are pretty much equal. One of my top ones is Enemy at the Gates. I was waiting oh, for that one. Oh, boy, my Jude Law and my frickin' can never Somebody's remember her name. Oh. Rachel Weisz, there we go. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Sniper film, so it's, it's you know, it's slower World War Two. Stalingrad, he's a Russian. You get to see it from a Russian perspective, which is, you know, kind of unheard of. Super dope. Um, it's it's Russian sniper versus German sniper. That's literally I, what I it have is. Yet, I have yet to see it. It's on my list. I want to watch it. It's, it's cool because, like, you think, like, it shows... It hypes up sniper stuff, but sniper stuff is literally just sitting there for for days. days until you see your target or whatever. But like they make it so like thrilling tense. on the edge of your seat, tense, you know, because they yeah, and and yeah, it's, it's dope. Keep going, my like I said, my last two are kind of you have what two left, three left. I've got three left, Go ahead. but two are two are. Okay, so so there's I got a story for one. I'm really, I'm honestly curious. I don't think you know what my two are at all. There's this movie that I started watching that I was told was good called T thirty four. It's a foreign. Oh, you're about it's to a, say that I recommended it. And you're about a, to tell me something really oh, no. bad. I was like, no, 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 no. somebody it's, recommended this. It's to a me. Russian film about a tank, the T thirty four tank. It's a Russian foreign film, so it's in Russian. Mm -hmm. And I found this movie, I don't know where I found it to watch it, started watching it, and it wasn't in Russian, it was in English. And boy was it bad. I watched two minutes of that movie, and the voice acting was atrocious. Why is this on your list? So I, I was recommended somehow that T-34 was a good movie. It was not me. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't you, it was somewhere else. Somehow I found it, and I, I couldn't watch it. And there was no original audio for it it was just the english dubbed version and it was atrocious and i was like no i gotta find the russian version so i can get it good you know right. it was it was literally it was, it was that bad so i haven't seen it i want to see it but that was that movie another movie has not come out yet or it is about to come out as a chinese movie called the 800 it's a world war ii movie about right. some 800 men or so i don't know this bit but but it is like one of the biggest like chinese movies to come out as of late like budget wise and stuff and like when it came out in china it was it's like blowing through the roof so like it's supposed to be a big and a good and 
Good world. So those those are my little last little mentions. But how many more are you gonna? Two. Okay, you do one. I got one more. They're basically mine tied. Mine oh well, fine then. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I know you don't have one of these, but the other one is a toss up. I don't know if you have. This you don't. One. You don't know mine because you haven't seen it. Well then, I definitely don't. Mine. Mine is Come and See. It's an old movie called Come and See. We've talked about it a bunch, and I've rec- I recommend it to everyone. It's insanely a weird movie, also from a Russian perspective, of pretty much a child soldier, and it's a very very like independent made like World War Two film. But gosh dang, is, do you get to see the fall of humanity in a child? Basically, the movie starts off, and it's like two kids playing, and they're pretending to be soldier, and they're all hyped. They like, they want to be soldiers. They love the whole like, like literally, you know, playing with GI Joes as a kid. That's what these two kids are, and they uncover a rifle under, like, they dig up an old rifle, and that's literally like the opening prologue of the movie. And then the Russian soldiers march through their camp, and like, we're we're bringing up all the boys that can fight, and. Lo and behold, this kid has a rifle. He goes, I've always wanted to be a soldier. It sounds so much fun. He joins in league with them, and he goes and fights the freaking German, and you get to see the fall of humanity <laughs> in the child. It is brutal and savage and very visceral, horrifying, like, God dang it, just when does it stop kind of thing, you know? <laughs> It's a very, very... That is one of the tougher, like, World War II movies to get through. Because it's literally... graphic? A kid... Yeah, like, it's very graphic, very visceral. And it's through the eyes of just a kid that wanted to play soldier and have fun. And then he gets conscripted to go fight the freaking Nazis in Russia. And you're just like, oh, why did he have to get that? You know, it's like, why couldn't he go do anything else? It's pretty... It's pretty bad. Added. It is... It is hefty to watch through okay so i was honestly surprised that one of these wasn't on your list unless you haven't seen it it. might be i didn't put a lot on my list because i knew you would put it on your list (laughs) (laughs) a lot of so so my top two these are my top world war ii films that involve no real fighting at all yeah, so like that Come and See movie doesn't have a lot of fighting in it either but you get to see the fall of humanity in a child so Which is horrifying. The first one I would say is uh, King's Speech. Ah, yes. I, I was seeing that on people's lists, and I was like, eh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's about World War Two. It, it's it just, takes part during World War II. Well, before, right before World yeah, War II, when he goes in. It goes yeah, into it goes World into World War II. World War II. But, yeah. I mean, I love Colin that is, I watched, that is a great movie. I though. watched it it's recently. Uh, I didn't watch it when it first came out. Uh, but I love uh, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. He was the speech therapist in the movie. Um, but coinciding with that one, more or less, maybe probably a little bit higher up than it, uh, is a film called The Darkest Hour. Uh, I've yet and to see it. Gary Oldman was nominated yes. for this picture a few years ago. I think he plays Churchill. He plays Winston Churchill. Man. He doesn't even what look like a Gary Oldman. Freaking movie. Like. <laughs> I thought that movie, I thought it was going to be boring. Like, the whole time, I thought I thought it was going to be yeah, boring. I thought I, it was one of those Oscar movies. Yeah. It's like, this is like a performance thing. A big performance It's piece. not going to yeah. have anything really interesting to do with the war that yeah. I don't already know. But, man, I can't, I can't 
specific gives you specifics as to what things that I may have learned from the movie, but just except maybe that I learned that Gary Oldman is a marvelous, <laughs> even more marvelous actor than I already previously thought. Uh, Gary Oldman can do anything. It's just, it's just it's another one of those other side of the war kind of things. Yeah. Like this, the movie is about uh, the politics of World War Two and mm-hmm. all the. Uh, the arguing and debating that these men did in England over sending supplies and reinforcing troops or even sending allies uh, to go and help during the war effort from for the entirety of the war. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, just, it just goes back and forth, and you really don't see much of the war itself, more so yeah. just, the, like I said, the politics behind it. But it's, just, it's interesting to see what peop- those people were doing while all these other boys were all yeah. fighting, while people their lives. murder getting murdered, you get to see these guys um, over here. But I, w- I would definitely put that in in my top, top three uh, list. I know I'm not, I'm not very descriptive. I hate, I hate that because I watch these movies yeah, once, and if I, if I like it, I mean, I'll, I mean, I put it on my list of movies that I like. But then it's like, if I don't watch it more than a few times, then I'll, I won't retain it as much. Uh, but. Definitely, if you have the opportunity to see it, I think I actually I think I gave you a I probably a copy of it, it once already yeah, somewhere. Uh, but definitely it. give that a try. Uh, Jojo Rabbit a try. A lot of these movies I would I would yeah. definitely highly recommend to you or anybody that. Uh, yeah, if you want to see a like like the most horrifying World War Two film, that Come and See movie is gets the takes the cake for me. It's hefty, <laughs> and uh, there's there's some crazy like trivia to that. They did they did like interviews after the movie of like the actors and stuff, and they just like they have like PTSD from filming it and stuff. They used like supposedly they used like real bullets in the film, and they were like shooting at each other, and, nice. and like they were just like yeah, just shoot over their heads, and it was like Jesus Christ, bullets have to come down eventually. You're gonna, like you're gonna kill somebody, and then. Uh, supposedly which you can see it in the movie and apparently it was just real the the kid got like so stressful while filming that his hair turned gray wow and like you can see it in the movie but like apparently it was just that's how stressful making the movie was so his his hair turned gray as a child it was like great <laughs> so like it's not only scarring because of how visceral it is it was truly that visceral for filming and stuff really so, makes you so pretty brutal Really makes you kind of thankful we didn't grow up in <laughs> Nazi Germany. Thankful that I could just burn my G.I. Joe men on the sidewalk with fireworks rather than getting conscripted into the front lines of World War II. Hell, it's funny because we're, we're old enough now. We're not going to... We're, we're not going to... Actually, no, we're, we're still... I think we're in that range, but... We're, we're still in the, Yeah, I don't know what the cutoff date for a draft we're, is. We're closer than we were. But, yeah, every uh, year. That being said, I think... I think it's a pretty good list between the two yeah, lists. I yeah. mean, a lot more films than I was expecting, considering there are so yeah. many. We didn't World mention a few. Uh, the the Letters to Iwo Jima movie pairing. I, just, I would say that, the, the, that... I mean, obviously, this is not the definitive yeah. list. There are other movie World that War II movies that are probably boring, better. Pearl Harbor movie. That Midway movie. That, I don't think Pearl Harbor is boring. That's, I never watched it, but wa- I... Actually, watch it. It's yeah, Michael I, Bay. It's, it's, it was, it's full of explosions. It's yeah, not boring. Explosions, Picture Bad Boys, World War II. <laughs> like, with Ben Affleck. I watched I, I, Greyhound. Greyhound was good. It was really short, if you just want a short movie to watch through. 
I like Tom Hanks. Um, it's a, it's cool to see like yet again another side of World War Two you haven't seen. It's crazy how they keep finding World War Two stories that we've never heard about. And it's like why did we never hear about how cool this was? Just wait till they do another <laughs> Red Tails. Right? Yeah, Red Tails, which I heard was uh, weird. But that being said, we gotta wrap it up today. Yes, that was it. We have a Twitter. We have Twitter. At expect ENTMT. That's at expect ENTMT. What episode is this, by the way? We're getting close to exactly a year's worth of episodes. So it's getting close. Get ready, because changes are coming on that year. Changes are coming. That yearly round. So many things are planned. I really do have some ideas I'm going to go over. I, We're not going to talk about it here because we don't want them to spoil. I don't, but we'll figure also, something we out. Don't, we also don't want it to look like we're just lazy and not want to do joy, things. The joy <laughs> of podcasting with Bob Ross. There you go. <laughs> As always, I am Tanner. I'm always Glenn. See Kyle, not really. Please don't. Ooh. I'm not a Nazi. I was gonna say like, cherry o, chap. Bye. <laughs>